Saba Radio. Hey everybody, this is Chad Shapiro from Saba and I want to encourage you to go to sabaradio.org. You'll see the link here on the post and we uh, some great Christian music, podcasts and sermons from uh, different pastors around the San Antonio Baptist Association like we have here with Pastor Perry that's today uh, from First Baptist Helotis. But before I tell you that, click on the link, save it, or, you know, put it on your phone as the favorites or whatever you have, dock it on the homepage, whatever you need to do to get to it. And we ask you to share this uh, live stream, share this video if you're watching it on archive. Um, somebody around the world on the internet may need to see it. Somebody on, on the radio may need to hear it. And uh, Pastor Perry, I thank you for your time here with us. Before I get going too far in questions, if you could introduce yourself, your church, where it is, because we know that there may be some people listening that might be able to get a chance to come down and see you and, and, uh, and they would be blessed by it. So if you could really quickly get a chance to introduce yourself. Thank you so much, Chad. Appreciate it. Uh, Cliff Perry, I'm the pastor at First Baptist Church in Holotus, Texas. We're actually on 14889 Old Bandera. It's a parallel road that is in Old Town Holotus. I, I love to joke with people and say we're strategically placed between the Mexican restaurant El Chaparral and the dance hall floors, which was famous you know, for years with country music. So if you find your way to one of those places, you can stop in the middle and worship Perfect. with us some Sunday. Yeah, I love it. Love it. Love it. Yeah. What about your family? We're going to get into some great ministry questions here, but tell us a little bit about your family. Sure. I've uh, been married uh, 36 years, married my wife when she was like two, so she's still not 40 yet. But uh, we have four children, uh, three of which are married and three grandchildren. So uh, the ages go from, I have, sorry, I shouldn't have uh, said that, set you up. I think I'm 32, go from 32 to 38 down, excuse me, 28 to twin 22-year-olds. Wow, wow, I love it. Well, that's, that's terrific. And how long have you been in ministry? How did you get started in ministry? Um, try to give you the shortest version of this so it doesn't come into a mini sermon. Uh, all I ever wanted to do in life was be a pilot. I wanted to be an Air Force pilot. Uh, and um, when I got glasses in college, I found out that I wasn't going to be a pilot unless I got a special waiver and raised in church. I had this uh, experience, I would say, the call to the ministry. Um, ended up talking with my hometown pastor. I grew up in, in a Baptist church. Uh, changed from an engineering major to uh, history and minored in speech left uh, college after graduation, went to seminary, still not knowing what I wanted to do other than, I guess, be a pastor. And there, an Air Force chaplain came recruiting on the campus of Southwestern Seminary. So following graduation and ordination and about three years serving in a local church, uh, I came on active duty in the Air Force and uh, did that for 30 years. And actually was a uh, part of First Baptist Church here in Holotus during my second assignment in San Antonio. So we were stationed three times here in, in San Antonio. Mm -hmm. And the last time um, was, was Security Hill. And the church had just lost their pastor. And I knew I was approaching my retirement, uh, higher tenure uh, in the Air Force. And uh, we got together and with the Lord's hand, uh, five years now, I've been the pastor almost six uh, next year uh, here at First Baptist Holotus. Hey, praise God for that. I love it. And Pastor, I, um, you know, as people watch this on Facebook or listen to it on the radio, many of them may be um, 
not uh, believers in Christ or, right. or maybe have doubts and think that nobody else has ever had any doubts ever. All the pastors have been saved since they were born, but that's definitely not true. So what what kind of firm, what is maybe a key point that firmed your faith or has helped your faith uh, in, in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? Well, I have, I guess, the blessing of being raised in church where Obviously, my 30 years in the military, I dealt with many young men and women uh, who did not have that blessing. Um, having built a connection with the Savior at the age of 11, mm. uh, sometimes like any other friendship, uh, you, you're really close to that friend or sometimes you move away from that friend. And either he or you reach out to that person and reconnect. Uh, I would say in my college years, I was probably a little distant. I, I was not a part of the Baptist Student Union. I, I wasn't uh, necessarily living anything for Youth for Christ or Campus Crusade. Yeah. But I still was nominally attached to church. And um, at some point uh, when this call that I alluded to earlier in our uh, little interview, uh, I recommitted my life to uh, serving the Lord. So my anchor has been a daily walk with him, whether it's a time in scripture or whether it's a time of prayer. And obviously uh, following that through in worship with corporate, uh, you know, with other believers in Christ, uh, just as in the military, um, one person can't do it all. And when you join others, you're, it's amazing what you can do uh, when you join in a group. And uh, a church is just that. It's an opportunity to minister to one another, to rejoice together, to cry together, uh, to grow together. Amen. So speaking of that that church body, uh, what, what kind of vision, where's the vision you think heading towards uh, with First Baptist of Lotus? First Baptist of Lotus, uh, I would say we're still all all churches are growing. I would hope organically you're growing with new members, but you're changing as your community changes. Holotus, uh, if you don't know, Holotus is is probably you'd say a bedroom community for San Antonio, even though it, it really is absorbed on the sides by San Antonio. Uh, this church was uh, very traditional in the sense of worship uh, that was what you would have found in the church that I was growing up in. So we have. Changed our styles just a little bit. Uh, we're we're looking uh, to reach young people as well as people with white hair like mine. Amen. But our idea is to build community of all ages because, as I will, I allude to my military experience a lot. When I had a retiree sitting in the pew, he or she could do things for the young 18, 20 year old airmen that I couldn't do. They could say, Hey, I've been where you've been and I've survived this deployment or I survived the war and you too can do that. So the idea with the church is that we can build community. Uh, we've done a lot of things within Holotus. Uh, we are used as a, a multi-use facility. We host two different Christian schools. We host uh, a violin instructor. We host uh, the Holotus community band. Uh, we have had medical exams done here for free. Uh, we, we have a, a nice campus of about four acres. We sponsor Boy Scouts. We, we do a lot of different things within our community, trying to not just we do cars and coffee. I'm a car nut. So once a month we uh, have cars out here and free coffee and donuts just to say, uh, here's a place that has normal people. Yeah. who go to worship and, and the pastor's a car crazy. And yeah. who knows, maybe if something happens in my life and, and I want to talk to somebody about faith, this is a normal place I could fit Amen. in. So. I love it. I love it. I, I, I can kind of gather my next question already just from listening to you talk, but what is your favorite part of ministry? 
don't know. What do you think it is? Yeah, I would say loving on all the people. I mean, the way you're connecting with the people and um, yeah, seeing you talk about, you know. You know, a hundred years ago, and here's a, a shout out to, to Sabbath Church, uh, like about 1988 or 89, I went to Village Parkway uh, Baptist Church. I was here on a pre, my first assignment in San Antonio and heard John Maxwell, which, you know, is the big leadership guru. Everything rises and falls on leadership, Maxwell will say. Well, I learned over the years that everything rises and falls on relationships. Relationships are what are paramount to successful churches, successful anything in life is about who you know and how you're working in that relationship. Not Not in trying to get something over on somebody, but how you're building and maintaining relationships. So that's, yeah, that's probably my favorite part. I love it. Okay. So I kind of had it. I was, th- I was thinking it was something to do with that. Uh, so being in ministry for a, a little bit, some odd things sometimes come up. And I know there's some pastors that are listening and watching this right now. Uh, I, I've heard some stories out there, you know, but, but what's your favorite crazy story? One story that maybe uh, you could share with us of your time in ministry so far. Craziest story. You know, I have shared this story at, at Christmas, and I mean, it's it's a ministry, but yet it's relationship and, and staffing. Um, let me try to do this one quickly. Uh, I was stationed in Germany, had gone to my boss's house. Yeah. And uh, so this is a, a senior, you know, colonel type chaplain. I'm, I'm a major at the type time with these twins that are just learning how to be potty trained. And uh, the one had to go to the bathroom again. So as we're leaving, he says, Dad, I got to go to the bathroom, go to the bathroom. Um, And once again, trying to make this as short as possible. (laughs) Uh, I eventually had to open the door because he wouldn't come out. And when I go in, uh, he's got his arm in the toilet. And um, I quickly scan the back of the commode. And there is one of these little uh, Danish uh, purchased, you know, it's kind of a blue ceramic uh, nativity scene. It was it was a Thanksgiving meal we'd gone there for, and his wife had already decorated for Christmas. And uh, I looked into the little uh, manger, and my son says, "Help me find Jesus." Oh, so, uh, what does any Baptist pastor want to hear their son or daughter say? "Help me find Jesus." So I immediately pushed up my sleeve, stuck my arm into the clean water, and uh, started looking for Jesus. And as I have told this sermon illustration many times, it's as true as it can be. It, it happened in 2001. Wow. Uh, my boss came walking by and said, Cliff, what are you doing? I said, well, I'm looking for Jesus. <laughs> you want to help me? <laughs> he said, oh, no, you keep looking. And about that time, my son says, I've got it. And he pulls out this little ceramic figurine. And, of course, it was a wise man. Baby Jesus had been in the manger all the time. And as I've told people over the years, there are a lot of wise men in the toilet. Jesus uh-huh. has never gone anywhere. It's we who strive and, and you know, go away from him. But uh, what a wonderful story that has been in our family. And we've told that many, many times. So. I bet. I like that. That's so great. That's so great. So uh, there could be a church plant pastor that's listening or somebody that's considering, you know, one day uh, planting a church. What are some things you wish you knew uh, at the beginning of your, your uh, leadership in, ch- in the church in any kind of role that you know now? Well, I, I, whether you say I'm successful or not, that's that's for the Lord to decide. But at this point in my life and my point in my ministry, I will give much credit uh, to a group of men who were probably my age when I was 25. We met once a month in the little association I was serving in Illinois, East Central Baptist Association. Uh, that was ha- uh, headquartered out of Champaign-Urbana, Illinois. And we met once a month just for lunch. We brown bagged it and we took time sharing our 
our problems as well as our joys. You know, you had sister so-and-so who was chewing on you or you had baptized brother so-and-so and he shouted hallelujah. Or, or perhaps you had, I don't know, second thoughts about the whole church plant. So I would say if I was a young uh, person in, in that uh, avenue of trying to start a church, partnering up if you can with a mentor, uh, someone who could share with you and you can pour into each other because uh, an old man can learn things from a young man. I have a, a young man on my staff as the associate pastor and I learn things from him every day. So I would hope uh, it's, it is reciprocal relationship. So I, I would find someone uh, with some experience and uh, share together. Good advice. Good advice. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So we are excited to be launching SabaRadio.org. And again, you can all click on the link and get there. Um, Saba wants to be a blessing to great churches like yours, who, and you've been a blessing to Saba. Um, can you share some I, I thoughts you might have about Saba Radio and encouragement for the people that are watching to, to plug in and listen? Well, I, I jokingly said with you when we began, I, I have a face for radio. So uh, just hearing my voice, they won't know how gruesome I look. No. But at the same time, uh, I don't like hearing my own voice. Mo most people, when they hear their own voice for real, they go, wow, is that really me? If you can go past the voice, uh, I go back to uh, many preachers have heard of Fred Craddock. Uh, Fred Craddock was a uh, preaching professor at Chandler uh, Seminary in Atlanta. And he was known for his storytelling. And if you've read his stories, they're phenomenal. So if you listen to the content, but his voice was about as high as pitch and scratchy as you could possibly get through. So I'm excited that people will hear across the board. I'm sure you'll have a different demographic, a different ethnicity, different lengths of sermons, different styles, whether it's exegetical, whether it's uh, expository in the sense, or whether it's all inductory uh, inductive type preaching, you will have uh, a multitude of uh, preaching um, uh, sources to tap into and ultimately all with that same purpose of trying to bring people into Christ. So I'm excited about what a radio uh, station for Sabbath can do. Amen. Well, thank you, Pastor Perry. Everybody get a chance. If you're in Helotes, go to their church. First Baptist Helotes over there next to El Chaparral in between. What was it again? The, the library? Floors. The, floors. And if you've ever uh, looked at a Texas uh, thing to do, it's in the top 10 things to do in Texas is go to floors. Elvis played there. Patsy Klein, Willie Nelson plays there on occasion. So, yeah. Oh man, awesome! And 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 uh, if you could, like I said before, many times, grab a hold of this link, click it, go listen to the music, listen to the podcast, listen to the incredible sermons um, from pastors like we've had on here with Pastor Perry, and let's uh, let's grow together. Let's continue and get a chance to share this out there to different people. We appreciate it. Take care. God bless you. Thank you for your time, Pastor. It's been a real blessing. God bless you. Thank you. Saba Radio.